Welcome to Slacker Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. We'll be chatting about a variety of things such as gaming, movies and tech. I'm Jack. I'm Ed. And this week we're joined once again by... Morgan. So, Morgan, you were last on when I was away, right, with yes. Phil? Yes, I was. And you had to drink beer then too. Yeah. <laughs> and I did say you could pick cider if you wanted, but you came back with beer. I saw something not shiny, but attractive to a graphic designer. So yeah. No, I agree with that. Very it nice. looks pretty good. I went for cider. I was at the local. They didn't have many ciders. And I saw cream and orange on a label. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I've never seen that in my life. No, me either. So you, seeing as you bought it, tell us what it is. It is Jubel beer cut with peach. And it says Alpine. I haven't read the back label yet. So it's just kind of saying what Alpine is. Alpine is an original brew. It was at a bar in the Alps where we discovered the delicious demi pesh tradition, which is inspired by the peach of, peach of a beer you're holding. <laughs> I just said like fish in French, didn't I, or something? J'aime la pêche. Uh, beer and peach, one of those quirks that works. It's a bit of a piece, but it's not for everyone. It's beer done differently. Cool. Yeah. Cool. For four, four percent. Four percent. Yeah. There you go. That's one for you. Have a have a tanker. All right. This. So just just from smell, mm-hmm. it actually smells like peach. Yeah, it does. Um. So we do a rating of one to five. Of course, five is like this is fucking amazing. One is. This is the rankest piece of shit I've ever had in my life. So, upon pouring, I'm drinking out the bottle. Oh. Fersky. Bottle of beer is best experienced out of the bottle. Is it though? Says the man who does not drink beer. (laughs) 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 All right, well. Okay, so uh, the best way to describe this in colour is urine. (laughs) Yeah, I think that. Yeah, Uh, you've got a bit of carbonation. That is really pale. It's very pale. Um, look, look it how is much like, better it looks in the bottle. Actually, well, you can't see it. That's the point. Different. <laughs> is mine darker than yours, Ed? I don't think so. Huh? No. But, I mean, Jax has got the length. You've got the the width. Chodiness. The girth. So, <laughs> the girth. Um, let me take a picture real quick. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but so to describe this, it's quite a pale sort of orange. Um, you could say it's peachy, and it's also quite carbonated. Not over the top, it's not like carbonated like a lager. Almost like, well, I guess just... How would you describe the carbonation in this? It's almost like a slightly flat Vague Coca-Cola. Vague best. Vaguely yeah. carbonated Vaguely at best. Vaguely carbonated. Okay, guys. Chink right. and... Three, two, one. Chinkity chink. Nice. Wow. Huh. Fizzy peach. Fizzy peach. Fizzy peach yoghurt. It doesn't taste like beer at all. It just tastes like peach. Uh, I could drink. Ah, flavoured water. Fizzy water. Fizzy flavoured water that is peach. Yes, that's what this tastes like. Yeah. Done. Fizzy flavoured water that is peach. Okay. What, what, what are you finding that, Morgan? I, I, I have no quarrels with this at all. And it's beer, which is unheard of. It's a four percenter as well. Yeah, easy drinking. Uh, the higher the percenter, the better for me. <laughs> Why? Because it knocks you out? <laughs> like, no. no uh, actually, anything below 20%, I'm happy just drinking. <laughs> so, out of five, um, for initial 
Four immediately. You like four immediately? Yeah, yeah. I drink this all day long. Like, from, from a few sips, obviously, right now, I'm like, yeah, this is great. We'll see in a bit, but I, I really like it. I'm going to give this a three and a half because I can tell from my own palate, having had nothing but stouts and porters all weekend, mm. that this will probably get really sweet quick. Yeah, yeah. If you've got see. a sweet tooth, yeah, I can totally see how that would be a sessionable one. It depends. If it's clean by the bottom, that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so Jubel beer with uh, cut with peach. Interesting. What, what do you reckon, Alpha? I'm staring at 4%. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's a four from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, man. So, what have you been up to this weekend or the last few weeks? Well, excuse all the rustling from the variety of snacks for a start. Um, Pretzels. We, <laughs> literally, just now, we oh. finished servicing Morgan's car, Hell yeah, which took did. most of the day, but it's fine. Yeah. Thank Wait, you, by yeah, the way. That's fine. It's fun. I it's did fun. say thank you before. He did. He did. Just, 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 just on it. Just <laughs> the fact that I am thankful for this. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was fun. Uh, we had to go hunting for a big fat socket in the first place, and mm. then all good. Um, and then other than that, it's kind of just been, I think like your week, Morgan, like busy with work, really. Oh like, man, so just busy. So busy. Um, but then more casual fun stuff, like yesterday we went to a bar in Worthing, which has kind of a deal thing with a local pizza takeaway. Nice. That, that you just go to the pub and you can get pizza from this place like to your table. One of the best pizzas I've ever had. And this pub had like 20 different beers on tap. Is that the one that you put in our beer section? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just like half of them. That was the, <laughs> the ones that change. And then there's like a standard, like another 10 that are just on tap. Like it was ridiculous. And they're well priced, they're not even an expensive place. Like it was perfect. That so milkshake style yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Actually, it, it wasn't, it was really drinkable, but I was expecting it to be really sweet. And it was not at all. It was oh. just kind of like a a light ale. Oh, right. It was tasty, but I wouldn't have said it was a sweet honeycombing milkshake, whatever it said. Like, but yeah, it was good. So that, that was that was nice. What about Jack? You've um, been doing stuff. So because I haven't currently got a job, it's been easier. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've had a few interviews, blah, blah, blah. But the main thing was, for a year I'd had this thing booked, which is this HRH Viking Metal Festival up in Sheffield, of all places. Now, for anyone who does live in Sheffield, I'm very sorry. <laughs> when I went there, it wasn't, it was kind of like a classic bit of a rundown town. Where we were, it was very rundown. People were very friendly enough, but it was raining the entire time we were there. Yeah. So, to give a bit of background, my friend won tickets for this Viking Metal Festival. So, it's basically like bands, kind of Tourisass, uh, Finn, not Finn Troll, Finn Troll are next year, but another band called Tear. So, your normal person that goes along has long hair, long beard usually smells high hell of sweat and grime, usually has like some sort of drinking horn and all the pagan metally things that you can imagine. I want a drinking horn. They sold so many there. I bet. There's literally, um, so we went up there and um, what it was, was you go in and you've got the main stage, there's two stages for all these like minor pagan bands and all this sort of stuff, but the amount of merch that was there was ridiculous. Like they were selling fake pistols, like as in like fake pirate pistols, mm -hmm. there were buckles everywhere, there was like bandanas, so anyone who really wants to kind of get all their merchandise for folk metal stuff, including those big patches you can see on the back of um, mm. denim jackets. They were all there. So it was quite, a, it was literally like a first, what I'd call a music festival. It wasn't like a festival like Download or anything like that. It was It was more like two nights of gigs with other bands beforehand. So it's more like an open... Yeah, because it was all indoors as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, which seeing as it was... Thank goodness, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it took us like seven hours to travel up there by car. 
Um, there's four of us. Um, but yeah, that second night, the first night was great. Churisats are a fantastic brand. But I got so drunk the second <laughs> night on... I had this uh, stout, which was called Ambassador, which was 6%. So I had two pints of that, and the rest was all on Jack Daniels and Coke doubles. But this was with a guy who um, works and lives at a bar. So he was having doubles for every shot we were having, every drink we were having. So we ended up going to this gig, plastered out of our face. And I can't remember most of it. And there's a picture for Morgan to see, me right in the centre. <laughs> Majestic, right? <laughs> It's like you're commanding everyone else. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't feel like That's anyone's paying attention to you, but you seem to like be convinced <laughs> that you're leading everyone and making everyone raise their hands. You see, this is the weird thing, right, was I asked my mate, like, how was I the, the next morning? He goes, oh, you're fine. Um, you led people in a wall of death. Um, you managed to get a circle pit going, and you're just general fun, but you kept on disappearing. And I was like, yeah, I just kept on talking to random people, and then everyone kept on going out for a smoke. So you go out and talk to them, even though you don't smoke, and you come back in, and then another group then go out for a smoke. So I was like going in and out. But um, regardless, yeah, the I'd never been in that sort of situation in my life where I'd been that drunk going to a gig. But ultimately, I'll do it again next year, minus the getting so drunk. Yeah, but you always say that sort of thing, and then, and then literally like every like, morning you're like, I'm really hungover. Yeah, <laughs> like the last few weeks I've been hungover so much, um, it's not been great. Um, but yeah, so HRH Biking Metal Festival in uh, Sheffield was an interesting experience, but ultimately it was just a, bit, a good bit of musical fun. Apparently it's great for mountain biking up there, but I wouldn't, I haven't been up there, so we'll see. What about your week, Morgan? Well, I'm shit scared of mountain biking. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, like, I can ride a bike, but the idea of tra like relying on something other than my two feet and legs when charging down a mountain is just petrifying. <laughs> Like, if there's not enough friction on the wheel, like, you're gonna break most things. <laughs> that's how I broke my wrist, but that's all I've broken. Yeah. My wrists are not broken. Uh, Which is impressive, seeing as you own skateboards, and that's generally what you do on that. Oh, well. yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess. I'm yeah, hang on, so hang on. So, skateboard's <laughs> fine, right? Where there are no brakes, whereas a mountain bike, you've actually got two really good brakes. Yeah. Really good brakes. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had a case, but I actually. I actually stacked it on the way to college ah. um, this week. I was coming down the hill and it was slightly wet and I've got a cruiser board. Yeah. So it's it's like a long board but shorter. It's got like a bit of a tail that you can kick up. But uh, it was slightly wet and the difference between like normal skateboards, if you go down like a slight incline, mm. it gets to like a certain speed and then it just stays at that because okay. the bearings aren't yeah, that yeah, good. Yeah. My one, like, you go down and you just keep accelerating. <laughs> Breach terminal velocity. Yeah, I mean, like, I've had it before where I've put my foot down and then it's just taken the rubber off my foot. Oh. So it's like, you just go, huh? <laughs> and then, like, there was this old couple kind of looking at me coming down this, like, path that was going through the park. And, uh, yeah, I was going around a corner, going around a corner, board slipped, I tumbled, miraculously didn't hurt myself, <laughs> but kind of, like, pride was injured as I looked at this old couple looking at me going, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> that's fun. Collected my now muddy board and <laughs> went to college. Did you get away with, like, no injuries? Um, little scrape on my knee, but I managed to barrel roll it out, really. Yeah, right. Barrel roll. Tumbling. Barrel roll. Yeah. yeah. My week! <laughs> Moving on from Other than that. being making an idiot of myself. Uh, so busy. So 
since uh, the last uh, podcast I've been part of, um, I was signing up to a graphics course. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, had just yeah. started, so I'm now getting into that. I'm getting really into it. Met loads of people. It's really fun to get along with them all, find out what they're into, what their specialities are, and uh, realize that I need to up my game in projects. So I've been upping my game. Okay. <laughs> so that's the college work. So college work has increased. Um, my normal work has like just been ticking along, normal work. I decided that that wasn't enough and I wanted to save a bit more money, so I also applied to work at the pub. <laughs> so now I've got a full-time job. I'm going to college in the evening, in one evening a week, and I'm working at the pub. So I haven't got much time for myself <laughs> or the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Need to balance that one out. But uh, I, I haven't been able to play much games like on the PC because I've, right. I've been working, even though I've had Jack on Discord like during the day just to keep me sane as I like poodle on at home. And uh, I've actually turned a bit more to mobile games. Oh, really? I'll, I'll, okay. I'll go over in the next bit, but yeah. So I guess that's a good point to move on to gaming then. So, wait, do you know what? You might as well start then, Morgan, seeing as we're, we're on you. Carry on. What have you been gaming this week? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so a long time ago, I found a crappy game called... Uh, hang on. It gets its phone out. <laughs> It's, I don't know. It's a Magikarp something. So there's a Magikarp. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Magikarp Jump. It sounds. Right. It sounds really stupid, but basically you feed your Magikarp, which is a Pokemon. Yeah. And you feed it berries, and then the more berries it has, the better its level goes up, and then you go into leagues competitions of how high you can make it jump. <laughs> Right. It is stupid. I know it's stupid. I mean, it's very satisfying. If it to passes play. the time, good times. And now, this is going to make me sound like a real Pokemon fanboy. The game that I'm playing recently mm. is a game called Pokemon Quest. <laughs> so I'm an old school, like, Pokemon fanboy. I played red, blue, and yellow, despite the fact that they're the same game. Yep. And Ruby and Sapphire, same game. Yep. Gold. No, I didn't play gold. I had crystal. Mm -hmm. But. I kind of stopped after that because Gen 3 is best Gen. Yeah, okay. Gang, if you, gang say, if, if you say so, I don't know when they are or what they are, the different yeah. Gens. But, but um, I, I picked up Pokemon Quest and it's like a weird one because it's, it's real time and they're like just hopping along. It's all pixel animation. They're all, right. not pixels, but they're all cuboid. Yeah, okay. And they're hopping along and then you press abilities to make their um, attacks go off as they're hopping along. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like normal Pokemon, but it's timing related because they need to be in close range positions. If they're close combat, if they're long range, you want them to be further away. So you've literally got a button that says run away. So they spread out and then you've got your abilities for each of them. Okay, I'm seriously, I think I have to see this to understand what the hell it is because I'm not really sure I get it. Okay, maybe we can link like a... A, a something in, but uh, Pokemon, who's clicking? Pokemon Quest, 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 Candy <laughs> Quest. Oh my god, all of the chunky pixels. I see, yeah. yeah. Um, images, live googling. Okay, okay, I kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, so on this picture, you've got um, each Pokemon can have two abilities and they can be like buffs or they can be attacks or they can be debuffs for enemy monsters yeah 
And then you've got a, a run away button in the, in the top right. So when you press that, all your Pokemon just kind of like scatter from a center point of right. danger. And uh, that that either works or you just run into a wall and they're stood right next to the, the <laughs> boss that's about to one-shot them. So this sounds like there's quite a bit of stuff going on. It's kind of more involved than your normal Pokemon game. Yeah, normal Pokemon game is like a... I spam don't know what it's called. Like, yeah, Spam ALB. Yeah. You fight, you put your best move on your first mm. slot. And it's just... super effective. <laughs> it's super effective. Critical hit. Yeah. But this one's a bit more like timing involved. And you have to cook pots with the berries that you get. Um, right. So you, you get berries through completing levels. Yeah. And then uh, you get to level up your Pokemon. They actually level up at the familiar tiers of leveling and evolution to evolve into the next ones. Yeah. And there's like loads of formulas behind it. I've been watching people speedrunning it because it's <laughs> been like speedrunning a mobile game, I know. But it, it makes you like be able to conquer levels that you're really stuck on. And it's infuriating because on a timer, you're like waiting uh, like 15 minutes for each of your battery lives to go up for each right. time you can go on an adventure. So, oh, so it's a classic mobile game. Yeah, it's a classic thing. mobile yeah. game, which is great for me because I'm limited with time. and I yeah. can't afford to spend three hours at a time on a game. Yeah, that makes sense. Until very late in the evening. Some evenings. If you're not at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not working at the pub. It's nice and social, but yeah. some people grind your gears, man, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, I liked bar work, but that was when I was at uni. So, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a nice change from working from home and like having no one to talk to. Yeah. But... uh after it, you wish you had no one to talk to for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been there. Especially when you get back at like 2 in the morning or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the past couple of days, I've had a bit more free time. And I've picked up Fable Anniversaries. Okay. So Fable is a an old game which I loved as a kid. I played it on the Xbox. Okay. Yes, I played it on yeah. the Xbox. And... Uh, I just loved that game. It was like classic RPG, um, the start of it. But it was your character. You started as a kid. You grew into an adolescent as you went yes. through training. Yes, okay, I know the one you mean. You became an adult. And I loved the way that your actions um, reflected more on yourself than the outside world. So, like, all the games now are like, oh, you did this, and that means that this whole citadel changes into a different environment yeah which is cool but you can't really backtrack with that no but with this one it's mainly a reflection on your own character and how in people interact with you so when you start out you're running around you're making a mockery you're a stupid apprentice <laughs> for this guild of heroes and the title um, given to you from the start is chicken chaser <laughs> so you've got they have like lovely voice acting. I think in the anniversaries they changed the voice acting when they updated it because right. it's basically a rework. Oh, okay, so yeah. But I'm very late yeah. to this game. The rework was like probably five years ago, so it's bad graphics now, <laughs> yeah. even though it's been yeah. reworked. Brand new remaster five years ago. Yeah, and uh, but you're running around there, you're like, "All right, chicken chaser, <laughs> nice to see you out and about." <laughs> that sounds fun, just because of that, like. Chicken yeah. chaser. Chicken chasers are great. Yeah, Chicken but chaser the honours. <laughs> you're running around and then like you can get people to like you through being holy um, and doing good deeds. 
and when you do that people start liking you more you get more renowned which is separate to it so you can be, you can be very holy but unknown right but the more like you do throughout the game the more renowned you get and you can like basically show people trophies and get everyone to cheer for you and uh yeah if you're really good you start emitting an aura and you start developing a halo so like you you can become very holy and your character looks holy and you can get holy armor to like make that even that's, more that's so. what i think i've seen in like the screenshots and stuff i've seen of it is that glow yeah that you end up with but the thing that you've probably seen more of which is more fun is when you become an evil bastard excellent <laughs> So you can do things like get relationships with people, marry people, um... Multiple people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can okay. marry multiple people. You have to make sure that they're across um, different like areas <laughs> because they can find out about each other. Oh. <laughs> which I don't do, but I have been known to do something even more evil, which is uh, you can get them to follow you Right. And you're an adventurer surrounded by, like, horrible monsters. So, like, there's something called a Balverine, which is like a wolf, froggy, like, horrible thing. Which is, like, the equivalent of this uh, universe's uh, werewolf. Okay, yeah. And you can either... If you have someone following you, they can be killed by any monster. <laughs> yeah. Or you can turn off friendly mode and... Massacre them. So like till death do yeah. us part. And part now you're dead. <laughs> you can join a cult, and uh, when you join the cult, at the end of it, you get this bow that I really want. It's called Scorn's bow, and I don't think it looks that good, but it's something that I've never been able to get as a kid. And I go, I'm gonna go back and get that damn bow. Yeah. It's so <laughs> specific. You need to murder probably a loved one. I need to look it up because it's that complex. But you need to sacrifice multiple people and you have to follow that get them to follow you through something like the Balverine forest and not die without dying <laughs> to get to the place that you need to sacrifice them and you need to sacrifice them at the stroke of midnight okay when you're at the max evil <laughs> that you can be so there's a lot of build-up to this. You've got to set a lot of things on fire, kill a lot of good people. Yeah. And then and then you can go sacrifice your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh dear. And, and get this bow. So there are legendary weapons, which are quite hard to get. And it's just a great time. I, I've really... I've made Jack buy it, because I yeah. saw it was on, on sale. He's never played it, and neither has Phil. I'm guessing no, he hasn't either. No, no, no. It feels such a shame, because games like these... They don't exist anymore. You don't really get games that um, people will invest lots of time to give you a finished game. They're yeah. always like going like, well, we'll give you part and we'll give you DLC so you can buy into more of it or online purchases or we'll adjust the world around you but we won't adjust you. Mm. Yeah. But giving you the ability to adjust yourself and changing it a lot is just really fun. Like. Going from having a halo to just your skin changing to be pale white, your eyes going black, and you're you getting like huge horns on your head just from being a bastard is great. So the only thing I played that's like that is Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. And yes. there's not just the like, like points. That. It's like your character like deteriorates because and the dark side like 
literally just ruins your character's appearance. It's, it's like the same thing. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I've played uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, and that yeah. was awesome. So good. Like, yeah. there aren't, like you say, there's not many games like that right now. No. Like, like that are proper RPGs. Like, the... The Star Wars, I don't know what it is, is it Star Wars Galaxy or whatever it is, what's the MMO that's the Star Wars one? Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? Is it literally called that? I think so. Oh, okay. I played that for a bit and it was fine and kind of like that, but also having played WoW, it's fucking impossible to get used to this thing because it's just not as good. Um, unless you're like really into video game reviewing, I don't think you can play more than one MMO. I, yeah, I think that's kind of how I feel about it because uh, we we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? Like about how you can you have been playing RuneScape, right? Whereas I can't yeah. go back and do anything else. I I guess that's the, yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. I'm 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 just lying now, aren't I? You can play more than one MMO, yeah, but like <laughs> properly. You can't yeah, you, fully do everything in more than one MMO. No, like no, you, you can play a bit of something. You're you pretty can't. invested in whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Hmm. Trying to get better at Overwatch, but well, I mean, we all do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but... My notes, trying to get better at Overwatch. <laughs> so I set myself two goals. Uh huh. And I spent 15 minutes doing one of them. Woo! <laughs> 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 Over the past, I don't know how long. So, um, I need to get better at DPS. Mm -hmm. It sounds bizarre for someone playing a shooter game, but I like playing tank and healer yeah. and not damage roll. Yeah, me too. So, I'm very good at shielding things. I'm very good at close combat knocking people with a hammer. I'm very good at healing people and weaving in and out things. Yeah. I am a shit shot. Yeah, me too. That's exactly the same as me. Me, me shooting is suppressing fire. <laughs> I shoot down a corridor in hopes that it will, like, whittle them down, not for, like, point-and-click damage. So, I set myself and... I tried Widowmaker, I cannot play Widowmaker. So I tried Hanzo, I can't play Hanzo, but he was easier than Widowmaker. And I need to have someone who I can improve my aim with, and like, outsmart people with McCree? shooting position. McCree is really tough, I'd try Ash. I, I tried McCree, mm. and I, I did a... I did terribly with McCree, <laughs> but I, I kind of got the sense that you, he, he's, he's good range, really, yeah, despite yeah. the fact that he's got a revolver, he can shoot close, medium, or long yeah, distance. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference, yeah, yeah. As long as you get them within the aim reticle, like, you will hit them, yeah. and hard, but uh, I get too flustered, and I don't use my <laughs> flashbang enough, so... Yeah, I like the trait that you can just roll to reload. Yeah, I just roll off things. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the end of the like, map! It's like, it's like Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every time I roll off, I just hear that like music of that. <laughs> I massacred that. But yeah. So, they're out of the game, but I tried Hanzo and I'm, I'm getting better at Hanzo and like. The short range shots, the long range shots, going into his E where he gets instant shots, Storm which is mm. uh, which is hitbox characters, not hitbox. Hit scan. Hit scan characters. He turns into hit scan when you press E. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool, and his ult is really influential, which 
if I can do all else, I can place a good ult. Because okay. I know yeah. where... Like, I can shoot down a corridor. It's, it's yeah. all I know. And you'll just get mowed so, down from it. Yeah, I, yeah. I know how to shoot his ult yeah. into a good position. I just can't aim. <laughs> <laughs> but when the bullet's the size of the freaking screen, you, you, I you think can you do can it right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why I've been trying to get better at Overwatch. The other one that I want to do is <clears> learn, like... <throat> I should know this by now, but learn what charges everyone's ultimates. Right. I, I would probably do good at learning this as well. Yeah, so, like... Uh, Jack let me know that Roadhog's ultimate charges for everything that he heals himself. So when he presses E, he has like his canister mm. of healing. He takes that and that directly charges his ultimate. Really? Mm. Yeah. If you're like low health and you charge yourself up with your E, it gives you so much back. Wow. Okay. That's weird. Mind blown. <laughs> so uh, since then, I've had tons of Roadhog ultimates and it's been great fun despite the fact that he probably has the worst ultimate in the game. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. No. It's, it's not... great for defence, but mm. for attack it could be a nightmare, because you just push them out of the range of the actual damage. Yeah. That's it, right. That's what I noticed. I was like, this is useless to me. The but only I thing you can use it on is Orissa. Yeah. Yeah. When she, she uses her yeah, yeah, ability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good for smashing down shields, um, for pushing tanks away so you can concentrate on supports. However, if you're in a room where you can push someone against the wall, that's where it truly shines, because they can't escape, they can't get pushed back any further, they get pushed up the wall and just get spammed with blast. But it's very hard finding a map that actually you can use that with. Yeah, I mean, if they can stun you, it's over. Yeah, you have to use it zonally. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I learned that. But I'd like to know what um, is other people. I think McCree charges specifically with headshots. No wonder I never get a fucking high noon. Yeah, so like, people who are good at McCree have their ultimate that up the whole time because they yeah. always hit headshots, so it's it's always there. So I, I need to learn what does each one so I can get my ultimate up more and try and avoid the enemy from getting it up. Mm -hmm. So when I'm playing Roadhog, it's a trade-off because the more I heal myself, mm -hmm. the more my ultimate charges, but the less my healers on my team charge. Yeah, okay. because they're not able to heal, mm. but also the more I'm hit, the more the enemy charges. Yeah, but also my ultimate goes up. So it's Probably like balancing act, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, once you know it, there's like a whole other mental game going on as well. Yeah, I I already didn't know any of this, so that's a good start. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I I set myself a goal of doing and didn't do. <laughs> We're getting there. Hashtag slacker. <laughs> That is why you're on the show. I didn't do what I set out to do. <laughs> uh, let's move upwards then. So, Jack, you go next. So, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch as well, which aren't in the show notes, but I've been playing I've been playing with, like, trying to play with a group late night. And because they... Some of them are quite new to it, they constantly want me to go Mercy, and Mercy's not current meta, mm. but it's because one of our guys' main DPS is Farah or May. And he's like, we have to be, you have to be Mercy so we can have Farrah Mercy. But I find that Moira and Anna are so much better at the moment. So good. Um, since I changed to Anna, we started winning loads of games. But it's also trying to get people to understand what current meta is. And they people can get also quite adamant. So my top tip would be, kind of like what Morgan's doing, find out what alts, but also find out what's currently strong and see if you can actually play them a bit better. Because there's nothing wrong with playing the characters that you like, but if you're seriously wanting to go into competitive, there are some characters that definitely have an edge at the moment. So, for instance, Mercy's healing, until it gets introduced again 
in the Christmas patch, I think it might be. Yeah. It's on PTR at the moment. Her healing is not better than Moira's healing, or I think Lucio's per tick, just when he's actually doing nothing, is stronger than he than Mercy's per tick to a degree. I could be wrong on this, but regardless, yeah, there's a lot left to be desired on Mercy's kit at the moment. She's still quite strong in certain situations, but with Anna and with Moira, you can attack really well as well as defend and heal. So you kind of, it's a bit of a risk. Um, anyway, that's that's it on the Overwatch front. I've been trying to kind of understand healing a little bit better for this up upcoming, um, uh, not only for the Overwatch League coming out, out again in February, but also for competitive seasons moving forward. In other gaming news for me though, I've been playing this thing online I found called Space Engine. So, Space Engine was something that I found when I was basically on a bit of a NASA binge, as I do. As I'm sure our slackers kind of know for the last month and a oh, half yeah. I've been into my NASA since we watched First Man. And Space Engine is something, it, you literally find it, if you type into Google, you download this game, and it's not really a game, it's almost like a science project, and you get chucked into the middle of space, and as you explore space, you can also find different constellations, and you can go visit them, so you can visit all the small planets that you find there, there are add-ons which make them super HD, um, but for me I was like, right, well the first thing I want to find is all the black holes. <laughs> so I found Sagittarius A, which is the black hole in the centre of the Milky Way, and my real test was, I think every galaxy has a black hole at the centre of it, right? Mm. So my form was, I need to test this out if this game is true to space, you know, how mm. it works. Without fail, every time I found a galaxy, there was some sort of black hole at the centre of it, being super massive, ultra massive, or small. But they've even got the lensing effect. So when you go up to the um, black hole, all the space warps around it. So if you know that there's a star nearby and you, you align yourself behind the star, the star kind of goes around the black mm. hole in the lensing effect, so it looks like the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> but even in this game, like, it's terrifying, because you'll be out in space, and then suddenly you'll see this little kind of something going on in the corner, and as you get close to it, your screen just fills with black. And if you go into the black hole, there's a theory where if you get sucked into a black hole and you look out of it, you can see the entire universe. They've tried to do that in this, where when you go into the black hole and you look around, everything's splayed out in front of you, like right. a big panoramic which is interesting, but that's also based on current theory of what happens when you fall into a black hole, and the truth is, no one actually knows. But regardless, it's really cool, Space Engine's fun is like a little bit of a piss around, and it's just cool, and yeah, that was that. Um, I got my Priest Bob to level 110, because yeah. I want to unlock the Dark Irons. It feels like a trek, though. Oh, it feels it's like, a huge trek. I, I can't be arsed, I've already done the Honor Bound rep. Why does it not carry over? And even more so, why are Blizzard doing this thing where they're like, hey guys, here's a new expansion, but you're going to have to play it so much that you get bored out of your socks just to unlock the characters that we've promised with this expansion. To me, that seems like they're just trying to drill people into investment in time, and as much as I love Blizzard and I love WoW, it's boring. I want to quit playing Bob already because I don't want to do this fucking reputation slog again. It bores the tits off of me. I, I actually hadn't really considered this, but I... I... With, with some of the other races, like, you're already at, like, the Exalted Reps for yeah. whatever you need. But you're right, they've said, yeah, here's this, but you can't play it because you've got to do the rep grind. But the, there's also, like, the, the races that you can play, or, or the augmented races that you can play, that was from last expansion, it's not yeah. the current expansion, and they're still making you work so hard for last expansion's races. Still, yeah. yeah. Still getting you to do all the Legion content for the Legion ones, I think. And don't get me wrong, Legion content is fantastic. Oh, I just went through Draenor, yeah. smashing my head against the wall. Yeah. 
because it's horrible. <laughs> as soon as I got to Legion, I leveled up four times in less than two hours. Oh, it's quick. Because the invasion's still going on. Yeah. And I did the yeah. invasions, and all the quests are so much more fun than fucking Draenor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think we could do a whole show about like the differences in the expansions and stuff, because... I agree, like it's it's a lot easier leveling a legion than anything else. And I mean we'll see, because eight point one's out what? To Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday, if not fifteenth. Uh, maybe it's not. I know the maybe actually it's at the same time as the Overwatch Christmas. Yeah. It'd be a very blizzardy thing to do, the eleventh. So Tuesday? Um yeah. Yeah, Tuesday, when the big patch happens, so probably Wednesday Although, we'll be playing it. Yeah, Tuesday we can play the Overwatch one, but Wednesday we can play the April the wow. one. Yeah. And there's lots of things coming. But yeah, so the end of my uh thing says going from shadow to disc but the truth is I found that disc did no damage and this is the other thing if I want to also do this rep grind I also need to get gear so it's such a huge investment for something which is you know starting again with a new race I just want them to unlock it if you buy the game just unlock it if you want the I like the idea that if you play the new race when you get them to max level you get heritage armor yeah I like that because it means that the time and investment is something cool at the end you're gonna get reward from it mm. but I think locking them off when you buy the game sucks I think it's just, it's honestly, it's driven me away from playing it more. Because there's enough time spent leveling a character. Yeah. Learning and unlocking the ability to then level the character. So what is it you've got to do to unlock the Dark Iron Zone? I need to get uh, 7th Legion rep to Exalted. Why though? Because that's what you have to do apparently to unlock them. That's what I had to do for Magheart. That's so weird, isn't it? And it takes ages. It takes like a month. Yeah, so I'm curious as to what I'm at with 7th Legion because I'm... I might actually just log into the fucking game, you know. Because I've got um I've got Pathfinder at the moment. I've done all the Pathfinder stuff on my rogue. Yeah. For the first lot. Okay. Everything at the moment. Including exploring all the zones, doing all the reps up to Rever uh, Revered. Yeah. But this is the thing, because the Alliance side is different, I don't know with this new patch if they're gonna cross over the reputation. So if you've got Honorbound, will you get Dark Iron? Yes or no? And I think somebody told me no, which is a bit disheartening. Yeah, that's I've, what I've I was really done the grind. Let me get the character, man. Yeah, I think we'll have to check back what it does actually or does not actually change after 8.1 has dropped so like because it really isn't clear not yeah. not on everything it's not clear so i've just logged into to the game seven legion yeah I've, i mean fuck it i'm only honored yeah so you need to get exalted if you want to unlock dark yeah. and then you have to do a quest and actually the magcalf quest was really fun you go back in time to draenor right and you rescue the magcalf from a terrible fate and then oh. they then join the horde that's cool it's cool how do you go back to time? I can't share, it's a spoiler. Yeah. But there's a way that they come to fight for the Horde. Well, they are with the Dark Hunt. Yeah. I think I kind of... I think Ali did the Dark Hunt. I can't remember if she's done it already. Um, but she was... I remember her saying the quest was good. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Other than rep stuff, have you actually been doing more stuff with WoW or not? I've been playing a lot of PvP. Um, I've been doing a few bits and pieces here and there, but um, it's all just kind of trying to gear up my priest, get my gear there. That's about it, really. Not a great deal otherwise than trying to get Darkhine. And once I've got Darkhine, I'm probably going to do Darkhine to max level, trying to figure out what race I want to play. Class. Class. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, not class, not race. You'd like to play Darkhine. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> which is um, a race. Yes. But um, anyway, the other game other than WoW is this one, which I've subjected Morgan to um, not the actual game it's called Hold, Hold Fast Nations at War uh -huh. and um, 
so there's a game that I played called Mountain Blade um, Napoleonic War, where you go in and you're like a line infantryman with a musket, and you get one shot and it takes a while to reload. So it's not like an FPS game where you turn the corner, unload a load of bullets and loads of people are dead. You have to be quite accurate with this already inaccurate gun. But, how fast nations at war is in beta, the ability is when you get close to someone, their microphone's in range. So people talk over the microphone, it's not super loud, it can be. So therefore it gives you so much room to either, either there's some people who roleplay, or there's me that just pretends to be silly bollocks, and because whenever it's Great Britain, I just use my accent and I get people in the line shooting. So I actually get line battles going just from my accent. And it's great fun. It's really stupid, but it's like if you've had a really tough day and you're all bored with WoW, you're kind of overly stressed from Overwatch. Sometimes it's fun to jump into a stupid game that you don't care about the outcome. You just want a bit of a laugh with someone who's sitting at their desk elsewhere. And it's all anonymous. You could be like... Well, I, I was playing a game with Sir Butthole the other day for the <laughs> French. And he said, follow Sir Butthole into battle. Butthole into battle! And we had like loads of people following this one guy called Butthole, Sir Butthole. I like it. And he got everyone, um, he was like, the artillery is flying above us! What do we do, Sir Butthole? Kneel. <laughs> it's stupid, but yeah, Morgan's heard some of this, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't played it, but I, I've been hearing Jack over Discord um, <laughs> laughing his arse off and doing his, his impre impersonations and impressions. And uh, it sounds like a game that there's no real benefit of getting really good at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's not like loads of rewards, it doesn't seem. No, none, none. Just dicking around. It just seems like a, a great game to dick around, do silly accents, make fun of each other, and it, it does seem like a nice wind down game. Yeah. It's just silly. And when you get that one shot off with a musket that hits someone in the head, like far away, it feels so good. Yeah. Because you're like, I've been winding this shot up for ages, and it could be anyone. When you do a line battle, half your shots could miss. I so with the musket, do you actually have to like aim slightly above, or what? What? How you can it... Yeah, you you have to accommodate for bullet drop. <laughs> um, but once you fire your musket, you can also charge on your bayonet. And this one game, I got top of the leaderboards by I fired my musket, went, ah! and I just ran in with my bayonets and started stabbing people <laughs> to pieces. And like, ah, but I, you just start stabbing people, and we captured the flag after that. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? Because somebody like was reloading, couldn't cancel their reload, so I just <laughs> see them walking backwards gingerly whilst I'm stabbing them in the face. <laughs> but yeah, Hold Fast Nations at War is a game which is currently still in its beta. Um, the support is amazing. I thought I reported a bug saying I couldn't reload my musket, but I realised that the controls were different in Hold Fast Nations at War than they were the Mountain Blade version called Napoleonic War. Mm. And so I made a mistake. But they got back to me within like five minutes. The moment that that's the that's devs. Like, yeah, yeah. The like devs. The actual devs. Yeah. Like, got straight back to you. Yeah. No, I was on Discord, because they have a Discord thing. Yeah. And another thing the devs do, which I love, is that every few nights they say and say, hey guys, we're gonna do a public line battle, so come online. And they get one of their devs to log on and basically try and get everyone into a massive line battle. So you've got like huge line battles and battalions on either side. So there's a funness to it as well. And you can see that they actually care about the game that they're trying to develop. Like they literally said, hey guys, if you want to test out our new movable artillery, you can. So come on and help us <laughs> help us find bugs and stuff. So they're like really community based. So yeah, Whole Fast Nations at War. If, you, if you're looking for a, just a fun piss around game and you see it on sale, get it. It's good fun. So did you buy the game and then you were in the beta? Uh, yeah, so yeah. Like mine was like six quid. Oh, right, okay. And that was like nothing for the amount of fun that I've had for it. That sounds like... Because I've seen you play... I think Mountain Blade, I think. Yeah. 
and it's just ridiculous. It's just like that. You do, there's <laughs> just you've got no real control about what anything is going on, and it, you just get shot in the head by an arrow from the other side of the map sometimes and things like that. But I'll show you a video of um, Holdfast after this. Yeah, that'd be good. So I played the tiniest bit of WoW this week, um, but I did manage to tick off one of my reps. So I'm finally whatever is it revered or is it exalted? Whatever that that is with them. Um, uh, the Admiralty? Admiralty? Yeah. The Jerry Town one. Um, that's step one. You can crunch louder, man. Seriously, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's like trying to gingerly eat a pretzel. Go on, crunch, Russell. Let's get some... Rustly Russell! Um, anyway. I reckon our ASMR fans out there really enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm sure they loved it. Mm. Um, yeah. No more scratchings this week. No, so, we're not quite scrunchy. Yeah, so Proudmore Admiralty. Yeah, one of, what is it, six, seven different reps you got to do? Um, Slog. Yep. For the Pathfinder part one. And I'm, I'm glad I ticked one off. It has felt like a bit of a grinder. I've been using the um, the companion app quite a lot to tick that off, but I keep running out of the damn fucking war resources and then not having time to go earn war resources and then it's like I do nothing. <laughs> So it was handy having all the bonus events recently, which some gave you, I could easily get like over 300 rep from just one world quest at one point, mm. which is really handy. Um, the only other thing I've done other than that really is I am played a bit more of Jack and Daxter 2, well, Jack 2 Renegade, sorry. Um, and I'm 85% complete with that. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm, I, I feel like I'm kind of just playing it now because I want to see the next cutscene. And I could just play the cutscenes on YouTube, but hey, I'm looking forward to getting it finished and moving on to the third one. I, I'm still really enjoying playing it, but I kind of, I know this stuff a bit more now. But because I remember how the third one went, a lot of the mechanics are better in the third game. Mm. And I kind of want to experience that. And nice. the third game is a lot bigger as well. Like, because there's two cities to explore. Cool. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be interesting. I got my trusty PS2 on my desk, so. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd love to see someone play uh, Jack at um, like once you're comfortable with it, mm. once you've unlocked quite a bit of it. Because I tried playing because I'm the opposite side ratchet and Clank. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I understand how that plays, but I have no understanding of how Jack and Daxter works. I'm gonna show you properly. Yeah, I'll show you after this because um, I've got like. 110% saves on both of two and three. Mm. I, I mean, I, I think I've played one of them. I have no idea mm. which one. Yeah, yeah. And and I could do certain things, but I felt like I was missing a lot of things. Yeah. And I probably was, but I didn't get the Did game. you have a jet board? Mm, like a hoverboard thing? No. Jet board's great fun. Yeah, so that's like the main fun that you can have. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like having a skateboard and there's a whole arena and stuff. Okay. But yeah, that's kind of it for gaming, really. Um, Let's, what else have we done? We've watched Shall we start with the spider's web? Yeah. Because Jack and I have seen that. What do you think? Kind of, it's as dark as the first one. Claire Floyd's the main actress, I'm like mm. Claire Floyd. Floyd? Floyd? Because she's been in The Crown, she was in Wolf Hall, which I mentioned mm. in one of our early episodes. Um, she was pretty good in this. However, I still, whenever I see Claire Foy, I don't really see the actress she's trying to play, I just see Claire Foy. Um, it's very difficult for me, but I actually liked the film. I thought there was a lot of dark overtones to it. I thought it was pretty badass when it needed to be. She's a strong female lead and she's quite complex as a character. Um, so I'd say 
out of five, I'd give it a good three and a half. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that, because I think I preferred the overall... was it? Dragon Fincher one. Yeah. yeah, so I had Daniel Craig in. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was better, but I actually went into this one with really low expectations. Yeah. And I came out pleasantly surprised. Like, yeah. it, was, it was good. It wasn't bad at um, all. I, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. About th- maybe three out of five, just because it was good fun. I, I enjoyed it. It's It's not a... It's still quite dark, but it's not yeah. as dark as the other ones have been. Um, True. But I, I, yeah, it was good fun. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, like I say, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, that's kind of it, really. Uh, oh, Doctor Who, which has been good. Although I felt kind of they jumped the shark in the last episode. There was a talking frog at the end, but that's all I'll talk oh. about. I don't want. I don't want to do any spoilers for that because I know, like, I, a few people haven't seen it. Um, but it's good fun. Like, I really like it overall. But the talking frog bugged me a lot. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. What about you, Joe? What have you watched this week? Um, so, <clears throat> Vikings have started again. Woo, 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 woo. So, Series 5, second half of Series 5. So, you can catch that on Amazon Prime if you want to. So far, it's been okay. Uh, it's been interesting. I've not been as, like, excited to continue it because I feel like it's going mm-hmm. on a weird tangent. But it's good fun. Um, so yes, Vikings have started. I'm not going to give any spoilers. This goes on to, I finished, just before the new Vikings started, the latest of The Last Kingdom. So The Last Kingdom just straight up released an entire season on Netflix. Oh. Just went, boom, here you go. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to watch all of this. And the season was fantastic. There was like one of those filler characters who, you know, there's always a season where there's one character <laughs> who makes everything really super fucking difficult and then near the end of it, doesn't really add much. Yeah. It's just there as content filler. There's one of these characters in the latest season of The Last Kingdom, but the thing was, that wasn't even the main point of the season, and it was such a good season overall. There's so much character development from all the characters involved. The actors are really, um, have really kind of found their niche with their characters, um, so everything feels so natural, and it was just wicked. It was such a great watch. I like. I wanted to watch every single episode. I just kept on binging it as much as I could. Mm. So even though I had really important stuff going on, kept on going back to it. So yeah, um, The Last Kingdom's been picked up by Netflix, so if you do have Netflix, do watch The Last Kingdom. It's fantastic. I've always said to people, watch Vikings, because it's one of the best TV series I've ever seen, and I've re-watched it twice in the right. entirety. Yeah, yeah. Last Kingdom is a BBC production um, from the old uh, thingy... Cromwell books. Ah, yeah, yeah. I know, um, but it's like an Anglo-Saxon mm. kind of thing. Um, but it's yeah, it's based in England about a guy called Uhtred of Bebenbur who um, basically gets raised by Vikings and then decides to fight for uh, King Alfred or yeah, the King of Wessex to kind of help get his homeland back and what happens during that sort of time. But it's a great season, and I think what's great about it is. It, none of it seems over the top. It's like Game of Thrones where you see a castle and the castle's been there for a thousand years. Everything seems quite real in it. It seems quite natural. It's naturally lit, naturally shot. It's wonderful. Mm. So, yeah, The Last Kingdom I'd definitely give. For me personally, watching this latest season, I'd give that a strong four, if not four and a half out of five. Okay. Is that like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want more. I want so, more. So how many seasons is it, though? Um, it's, I think, three now in total. And how many episodes per season? Cause About that... 10, 12. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Pretty pretty reasonable season, not like twenty two episodes. No, 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 not over the top. Are they like an hour each? Uh, they yeah, they can be about half an hour to an hour each. Sometimes they're like forty minutes. Oh, okay, they vary. Yeah, they vary, but they're pretty good. Mm. 
So where what else we got? You so this is talking. This is the talking point between me and uh, Morgan. So oh. the boy and the beast. Yes. <laughs> You're like so, what? <laughs> so oh, I yes. went over to uh, Morgan's house because his girlfriend kindly made me a really nice pork dish, and he was like, "Oh, okay, let's let's watch this anime." And I don't have you. You'd seen it before, hadn't you? I'd seen it and recommended it yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, that's it. And I still hadn't watched it. So last time Morgan was here, he was like, watch this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Didn't watch it. (laughs) So I then watched it with him by sitting down and being forced to. Uh But it was actually incredibly good. Um, So could you give a rundown of the film? If you could, maybe. (laughs) Uh, I think I've done this before. But it's a a boy who who ran away from his uh, family after one of his parents um, passed away. Right. Because he didn't get along with them and he wanted to find his real dad, but that didn't happen. And basically he was taken as an apprentice by a bear man, of all things. (laughs) I remember this. And taken onto this new world um, where he he learns to, um, well he becomes an apprentice to this bear and the bear fights with another person and these are the two most likely people to succeed a, a god um, and it's just a great journey of like this guy developing and having a a master become a sort of father figure so it was really nice how their relationships develop and it's just the voice acting in the dub because it's Japanese so it would have to have English dub over it it worked really well yeah. Um, it's like a Studio Ghibli um, level of execution, and it's not Studio Ghibli. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is what loads of people should aspire to because they set the standards so high. Absolutely, yeah. With the the voice acting, the animation, and and the just the feelings that you get from it, it was really great. It's a moving film, yeah. Um, and I haven't watched an anime film in a long time. I think the last one I saw, I said to them, was Grave of the Fireflies, which is harrowing. And that's a Studio Ghibli one. It's all about uh, basically what happened to Japan after it was nuked. Um, So it's quite like a a far... Yeah, Yeah, it's a a tough watch. But I'd definitely recommend it. I thought that was a really nice thing to watch. Um, Quite emotional, but also, yeah, beautifully drawn. Beautifully beautifully made. Mm. Including the dub. Yeah. What would you give it out of five? Five? Mm. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do that then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's The Boy and the Beast? Very you film. say you have seen The Foreigner. Yes. Which we have not seen Jack or I. What do no. you think? This is Jackie Chan, right? Yeah, so this was me just randomly flicking through Netflix. Um, it was late. I was home alone and just kind of like, I want to watch a film before I go to yeah. sleep. I've had too much of a blah day. Yeah. So I flicked through this and lo and behold, Jackie Chan <laughs> turns up and I'm like, I love Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie! And, uh, <laughs> Uncle! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> talisman Jackie! Talisman Jackie! Um, so he pops up on the screen, <laughs> and it's a film called The Foreigner. So I, I flicked this on, and it's like, Jackie Chan now looks old, man. Oh, okay. Like, it, it, it seems to be... Like he, he he was very young for a long time. Yeah. And then just within like what seems like a month, what was probably five years, just went 
I'm old. I'm old now. <laughs> it's because he was in some films for a while, I think. Yeah. So, uh, he's like, this is the first sort of film where I've seen where he's he's not a joke throughout the whole thing. It's not like I'm I've got a chair and you've got seven men with machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like that. Um, this is a man trained in like black ops stuff. So he's actually it's actually full serious Jackie Chan. Oh, it's a full serious okay. Jackie Chan. Like at the start, I'm gonna have to spoil so you can realize how serious this is. Um, he's taking his daughter um, to get her dress fitted, um, and she's she sees her, her boyfriend and they just have a bit of a chat mm. and then. They go to this dress and she's like, oh no, I'll, I'll, you stay here, I'll go. And he goes, okay, I'll wait in the car. Like, he's very protective of her because yeah. I think it's his only daughter. And then uh, an Irish man comes um, and is in a kind of motorcycle suit and he trips over and drops something that looks very precious and kind of look, like looks around all skeptical, kind of like um, drops a suitcase and starts like running off. Mm. And then it blows up. Okay. She dies in the explosion. Yeah. And Jackie Chan is just like, I'm gonna find who does this. And it's it's mad because it's going through. Um, he goes through the people handling uh, like foreign terrorism, mm -hmm. and it's tied to the IRA. Oh. So it's like finding the the connection between. Uh, the British government dealing with the Northern Irish and um, their ties with that. And he finds the person who deals with that and he knows who's part of it. And it's Jackie trying to like find out and it's just, it's, it's a great tie of political and kind of black ops action. So would you say there's a bit more story to it than say John Wick? I wish I've watched John Wick. You haven't Wick. seen John Wick? Oh seen my it. gosh, I love oh, John Wick! Fuck. I mean, I really like Keanu Reeves, and I just... We're gonna show you. It's one of those you. films where you just go like, yes, I should definitely watch this. Yeah. And you'll be saying that for a good two years until someone sits you down. In fairness. Did you. I do that to you? Uh, no, I think I finally no, watched it, but I was it. late to watch them as well. But you have to watch them. Yeah. We'll show you a clip. Yeah. Hold fast. What you were going to show, oh, no, hold fast, Jack and Daxter, yep. and John Wick. Yep, got it. <laughs> so, watch The Foreigner, definitely recommend it. Yeah, I mean, like, if you want to watch it, I'm a bit biased in this, because okay. Jackie Chan, in this older kind of look, when he's looking pretty sad, which is weird to say, yeah. he looks like my dad. Okay. So I just had an extra layer of feelings going with this, because I'm like, Dad, no! <laughs> I see. Well, I can't, I can't compete with that, because my dad does not look like Jackie Chan. <laughs> no. So I don't think many people will be able to connect to this as much as I will. But um, I was also watching a TV program called The Final Table, okay. which my, me and my girlfriend have gotten into. And uh, we really liked uh, an anime called Food Wars. It's basically, uh, it's someone who learns to become a chef and wants to be the best chef out there. So right. they always have battles with other chefs, and they're called Chokugeki's Food Wars. Mm. And it's who, who can be the top. But this is an actual real-life series. I know I'm recommending something that isn't <laughs> real life. And um, 
it's the best chefs um, in the world. Right. Or like the, the ones who've achieved either a Michelin star or not quite yet, but on the path to, right. or have a few like older chefs, um, and they're battling and they're being judged by the best chefs <laughs> in the world in each country. So they'll have like the best uh, critique, they'll have like uh, a personality and maybe someone else and those three judge and then they go, if they don't make it through that round they go to the next round where they're judged by like the most shit hot chef in that region and they have to cook with a specific ingredient right. of that chef's choice and it's just like... So is it like Master Chef on steroids basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's. It's on Netflix. Oh, and okay. It was really enjoyable. Like, we've just been sat there pointing, going like, they're gonna go, <laughs> they're gonna go. Surely they don't know like how to cook in this region. They're not gonna be able to pull it off. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah, like you judge hard on this one. Oh no, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I don't really watch much like reality TV as such, but oh, I neither I'm, do I. Yeah. But that was a treat. <laughs> it is. I'm still watching it. <laughs> cool. Thank All right. You. So we've, we're recording on, what day is it? Sunday, Sunday the 9th of December, and a couple of days ago, the Avengers trailer dropped. Yeah. And a little bit before that, the Captain Marvel tease, well, full, full trailer dropped, because I think we had a teaser for Captain Marvel, like, a few months ago or something. Yes. Now, what do we, okay, I think realistically, these are going to be spoilers, so I know for a fact that if you haven't seen Avengers Infinity War, turn back now. If you haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, turn back now. And there's no spoilers in Captain Marvel? Because it hasn't happened yet? Yeah. Maybe so, not. Let's, let's set ourselves a limit of two minutes. So skip ahead two minutes if you don't want any Avengers spoilers and you haven't seen the trailer yet. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, go see the trailer and come back in two minutes. Okay. What do we think of the trailer for Avengers? Um... I want to know why the fuck Ant-Man has uh, come back at the front door of someone. How did he escape the bloody con quantum realm? And why did they fucking put that as a trailer spoiler? piece? Like, <sighs> so dumb. Why? I wanted to go into this knowing I, I should never watch the trailer, I guess. If I, I wanted to no not know anything because I also know never trust a trailer because they can be very creative with the editing and just go... Oh, here's the thing that looks like a story plot point, but it never happens in the actual film because it's two totally separate scenes cut together. But he's not... He's got himself out of the quantum realm and we don't know how that's going to happen. Also, yes, which is weird. I want to know how he does yeah. that. Also, Thanos uh, doesn't have his armour on, walking through fields of whatever. Mm. Does he have the Infinity Gauntlet with him or not? And why? And Tony Stark is in space, so he needs to like do something. Mm. I didn't see Thanos' hands at all. Maybe it was a good shot. I don't know. Because is it his right hand? Has the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Yeah, so I think we saw his left hand. We're still good. We're still going another minute. Cool. Okay, quick. Uh, 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 I really like the effect when when uh, oh, the Marvel sign just oh, like, yeah. dissipated just the Marvel in, identity. into the, the, the click and like it just faded into dust. Like, Paul With the 10-year anniversary thing in there. Yeah. <clears throat> that was cool. Paul Peter Parker, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Don't feel good, Mr. Stark. Oh, damn, I think I think we're almost almost to a minute. Okay, thirty seconds, thirty seconds. Um, I am really curious as to how this is gonna all unfold because yep. oh, Hawkeye's back. I reckon it'll be a second. I reckon it'll be a three-parter. Yep. Yeah, three yeah, that's what you were saying earlier, and I just don't know. 
I don't know. I feel like they need to wrap it up. Because they're going to lose some characters. We know that for sure. Because their contracts are up. So yeah. <laughs> they're not coming back. Uh, fine. Let's, let's end spoilers. And spoilers. End spoilers. So Captain Marvel, how do we feel about that? Interesting. It looks a little bit OP to me. Mm. So like in the trailer you see her like flying out in space and yeah. going like zoop zoop zoop. I think if Captain Marvel ends up in Carol Carol Danvers? Is that her name? Don't know. Um if she ends up in Infinity War, I think that's how we defeat Thanos. Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's what I reckon. I could be wrong. And she may not turn up in it at all. But I think if Captain Marvel in May or March, I'm gonna have to look this up again because Marvel release dates. How long until we get a Captain Marvel compilation video with I'm blue dubba dee dubba die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is it a fucking video? Right, there we Yo, go. Yo, listen up. Alright. <sighs> fucking hell. Okay, okay, March March the 8th, 2019, Captain Marvel. We got anything before that? Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. We can talk about that in a bit. Um, and then... Oh my god, a, like, game. a month later, that's it. It's literally like, 8th of March is Captain Marvel. It's not even a summer blockbuster. No. Oh my god. Wow. And, and then, so you got March, April, and then July for Spider-Man Far From Home. So, what Spider-Man's got these summer spot? Yeah. What the hell, Marvel? Yeah. And then we go to Untitled Marvel Movie. Untitled Sony Spider-Man Movie. Which, that untitled Sony Spider-Man movie is probably like Venom something or other. Yeah. Um, oh, and then another one. And then another one. <laughs> and then it's just untitled, untitled, untitled. So, we've got mu movies queued up until 2020 summer. So, sorry, 2022. So, I, I'm curious about how this Captain Marvel trailer is going to, like, show itself. They, they're using some de-aging on Nick Fury. So, theoretically, he's like, 20 years younger than we're used to seeing him, or, right. or, or, or more than that, actually. And he looks the part. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but, and I'm going to ruin this for everybody now. Sorry. He may look like a younger actor. Watch how he moves. Oh. So when you go watch the Captain Marvel trailer, there's a scene with a cat. Watch him get up off the floor after he's kneeling on the floor. <laughs> exactly! He's not like, oh, I'll just get up, I'm like 25, I'll just move. He's clearly 60. <laughs> Even though he looks younger. <laughs> oh, cat! Go on without me, I'll, I'll be with you in five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna peel my knees off the floor. Yeah, oh, uh, crunch, crunch. Oh. <laughs> so, that's gonna be interesting. I think, I yeah. think I, but the Captain Marvel trailer is, um, reminds me a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy because lots of shiny stuff going on. Yeah, shiny. Like, I mean, just the thumbnail on the trailer, she's like glowing in shiny, which I, I don't know, I'm excited. I just literally know nothing about her at all. And that's cool because like, actually this will be the first tra first Marvel film in a long time that we'll go into knowing nothing else about the character. True. Because Black Panther was the one I was thinking of, but that's not true. We already saw Black Panther in a film and then saw Black Panther. Whereas this, nothing. And then we have Infinity War. So I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it goes. You but mentioned space, and now I really want to talk about Infinity Wars again. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, which bit? We'll have to do like a Marvel cast on we its could own. Do, we could do a mini-sode on it. 
we'll, we'll come back to this. Um, let's just quickly. Have you guys seen the trailers for Sp Into the Spider Verse? I saw the original like teaser in the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah I've seen bits of that. I'm not. It's interesting. I like it because there's like different animation styles going into it. One of the animation stars, like, dropping frames, though, and that yeah, takes me off. Yeah, I remember you saying where you left cinema or something. Was that after Venom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a, an extra scene on the end of Venom. Oh, the Dumpling Mum. Mum. Dumpling Mum. That was, um, that was Incredibles 2. I'm so confused. So there was a, a little animation in Oh, the, fuck! In yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there, there was a... A mum who had dumplings or something. Yeah, and she, she like treated it son. like a child. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, she like ate her son. But yeah. the animation was so nice Fantastic. and so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good that. All right, shall we? I guess is that everything movie related? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what do we do next? We have tech stuff. I'm gonna have to zoom out a little bit. This is annoying. No, well, that's fine. No, that's cool. So, uh, should we start with Mars? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, NASA lands the InSight on Mars. Which is fucking um, cool. Which is fucking cool. <laughs> and it's another thing landed on Mars. Yeah. We're getting better at landing stuff on Mars. I say we, NASA are. But the fact that I go onto Instagram and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, here's just a random picture from Mars. That's super yeah. crisp and clean. It looks perfect. It's amazing. And they've upgraded it because all the treads on the original Discovery, what was it? Curiosity? Curiosity, yeah. Yeah. All the treads are like starting to die over the stones. Oh, really? So they're like, they're a bit worried about it. So the new insight is fantastic. And it's got a new arm as well to grab things. Yeah. Well, it's going um, to drill down. Oh, is it going to drill into it? It's got a drill it? and it goes like three meters down. Oh, fantastic. So we can see if there's yeah. underlying water. Yeah. Holy crap. I think it's, yeah, I think it's three meters. It's basically a portable geologist, ge mm. geologist on Mars. And there's more stuff going, like the Soyuz, um, all the stuff that happened there. Yeah. Um, ISS is being updated again and upgraded. Oh, really? Um, they're doing more. Also, I think um, SpaceX are doing more stuff. They might be doing a manned space mission soon. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Unless they already have. No, I don't think so. I don't think. I think they've just had payload after payload. Yeah. But it's pretty damn good. So NASA lands inside Mars. It's awesome. I want to see more Mars pics. I yeah, want me to too. see what's below the surface of Mars. There's a company called SpaceX. SpaceX. Not SpaceX. If you say it quick enough, it's SpaceX. SpaceX. Now, SpaceX have sent a one-man yeah. dildo probe into the... <laughs> called Spunknik. <laughs> I'm writing down the show title now, don't oh, Spunknik. Yeah. No! <laughs> no, I'm not The United States one. now sleeps under a Soviet moon. But yeah, no, true. Moon. Moon. <laughs> no, I was eating pretzels, man. <laughs> it's messing up all of my, like, voice and... <laughs> 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 okay, whilst Jack is trying to die on water here, I'm gonna just bring us back to the fucking beer. Don't make me laugh while I'm trying to drink, man. I nearly spat that all over his nice computer where he's like, yeah. oh, by the way, check out the new fan. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we talk about the beer briefly? Or shall we do that after? Yeah, yeah, so we'll finish How? the beer. Yeah. What beer? It's gone. Exactly, yeah, okay, gone. beer okay. is gone. Um, I will push one up to a four. Yeah, four. It was clean Solid all the way four. through. What are you about? I mean, for me, it's gonna have to have like open and close brackets around the description. Uh -huh. but, like, it's a five because this is one of the only beers that I could drink. Hmm. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through an entire night. Yeah. Like, fair. 
I've got a session of Dungeons and Dragons later. Yeah, you got the, and you got the fourth one to take with you. And I've got the fourth one in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of the three, uh, the four that we had, so uh, three that we had. There's no hidden person here. <laughs> Maybe there is, and we just. I'm, don't know. I'm looking forward to the next one, which is bizarre for me and Beer. Like that yeah, does yeah, not yeah. happen. I usually get halfway through and just go, "Oh, I regret." <laughs> so yeah. much. Yeah. I, so that's interesting. So, so fruity Beer Morgan. Uh huh. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's okay. odd. It was a bit brutal. Yeah. Wait. Well, hey. I, oh, it's good. Okay. Yeah, so, good. At least four out of five. Five out of five if you don't normally like beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Burrs. Nice. Burrs. Uh, gaming cheers? Yeah. So, um... I want one! Yeah. <laughs> but I, I got a friend who recently got a gaming chair, and I was looking online, and they really over... I was like, nice premium velour leather, blah, 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 with a head pillow, and, you know, mm. a, a cup holder... And you've got a semen dispensary. No, they don't have that. <laughs> but like, it, the, long story short, they're really expensive. And I was like, do I really need that much? Like, can't I just? What's different with this chair than any other chair other than it looks cool? So it looks like a bucket seat out of a race car. Yeah. Right. That's what they are. Now, everybody that actually knows anything about chairs says, don't buy one, and just go get a good office chair. Yeah, like that's that's a difficult thing because. I, I want a, a decent chair, right? So I'm looking, I'm a gamer, so I'm thinking mm -hmm. gamer chairs, and you go, holy moly, look at that pricing. Yeah. yeah, and then you go, okay, well maybe I'm not into that. Maybe I should be getting like a nice, big, comfy, tall chair. And then suddenly you go to like, you're looking at executors' chair, yeah. and like people like CEOs are expected to be using, and they look all important, very sleek, and very yeah. artistic. And you go, well, it looks nice, but I'm not that important. <laughs> or at least I don't need to be seen to be that important. I just want a comfy, good chair to be at a desk. You need a comfy chair that is supportive yeah. for a long amount of hours. I don't know, man. I think the trouble with chairs is you've just got to go sit in them, but you can't do that anymore. No. No. Where can you go and buy chairs? Like, except IKEA, and then you've got, like, IKEA chairs, and that's it. Yeah, and even then, the IKEA chairs are pretty shoddy. Yeah. Yeah, they can be, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like... Or you've got the thirty-pound Argos chair that I'm sat on right now. Mine, mine is all frayed yeah. everywhere. It's got like no genuine leather there. No. <laughs> yeah, fake, fake leather is just like stripping out the sides of mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. I mean, look into the chairs because I'd love to know what you guys think about actual chairs if you've managed to find a decent chair. Because yeah. Because I would never spend that much on a gaming chair. Yeah, no. Because I was looking at like I'd spend a lot on periphery and I'd spend a lot on speakers because they're one they're one purchase buys mm. and loads of people are like well if you treat a gaming chair right it's a one purchase buy yeah but is it value? Do you know, I'd rather have comfort than like looks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not a chair expert. No, no, <laughs> chair experts in the slackosphere. <laughs> I mean, there are any chair experts. I mean, that's where we slack, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> True. yeah, yeah. We spend most of our time slacking in our chair, so it's got to be a good chair. Yeah. So, talking about computers, AMD Ryzen three. Yes, and that's confusing because it's not three, but it is. So, so okay. So we've this the, is the third the generation right. of Ryzen processors, but it's not the Ryzen three because there's the Ryzen three, four, five, and seven. No, sorry, three, five, and seven. As so. Well. For our listeners and people like me, yes. please explain this okay. so I can understand. Okay, so you have Intel yes. and you have AMD. Okay. Ryzen is AMD's line of processors, so CPUs. Yes. So under that hunger metal in my computer, yeah. 
is an AMD Ryzen 1600. Okay. So that is part of the first generation of the Ryzen processors. So the processors do... The thinking for your computer. Cool. It's like the brain. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do anything without it. Yeah. So every, even if you don't have a graphics card, you will probably have... Well, you will have a CPU. Yeah. Okay. Now, what AMD did when they released the Ryzen series of processors was mm -hmm. go, hey, fine, we're actually competitive now. Here's, here's a load more cores for a lot, a load a lot more less cores. money. Yeah. So normally, if you wanted like eight cores on a CPU, CPU you'd spend like over a thousand pounds on an Intel one. Yeah. AMD were like 300 pounds. For Ooh. 12 cores? Yeah. <laughs> 12 cores, like what, 500? Okay. Yeah. Well, 12 cores. That is just insane. But the, While still it runs on one, better. it gets even it gets better. better. Because the new the new set, so this is theoretically Zen 2, because we've had Zen 1, Ryzen 1, oh, Ryzen yeah, 1.5. Okay, okay. And now this will be the third generation. But basically just that there's there's rumored specs and if that any of them are even like close to true, Intel have got a lot of challenges on their hand and they already had. Because oh, basically AMD snap. went, here's all of this stuff, and Intel were like Shit, we should probably actually do something for a change rather than going, here's a new name on the processor, even though it's the same thing you've had the last six years. Yeah, yeah. And they want like more money for it. So it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see if actually the rumors are true. And to be honest, I'd be surprised if they aren't because what AMD can do is effectively glue CPUs together. <laughs> Multiple ones. Okay. Well, what's nuts is that the lowest spec of these new Ryzen's are like high tier now. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and when we say low spec, I'm talking like 199 pounds. Yeah, like 100 quid yeah. CPU. What is like yeah. high tier 600 yeah. 700 quid worth now. now? Damn, it's it's that much of a jump. Yeah, Nvidia, watch. <laughs> Intel. Intel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that's that's exciting. I'm curious to see where that goes. There's also some rumors about their graphics cards as well, which. They aren't as up to stuff. It is and it isn't, because again, if they do the right, like if they do what the rumors say, they will compete with the high, mid high end, so like the 1070 ish, and maybe the 1080 or the 2070 and 20, 2080. So you've got a 1070 Ti. 1070 Ti. So non clocked, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. You don't need to. Like, it's already giving you more frames a second than your PC can... Actually, my, my, my display can actually even show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see. I, I'll keep an eye on that, because I think that's really interesting, and they, AMD can shake it up again, mm. only three years later, yeah. after already shaking it up. So that's exciting. Um, Morgan, you've got something called, like, apps for singing. That is your techno. <laughs> what, what are we on here? <laughs> okay, so... Um... <laughs> I saw a band called Yumi at Six uh -huh. um, at concert, and I really like these guys. They've been going for a long time. Yeah, me too. They they've gotten good with age. Mm. Like their live shows are probably better than they've ever been, despite the fact that this is going on like God, I don't know how long. Yeah, a long time for us. Yeah, seven years. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So, and his voice has just gotten better and better, and. I can, my vocal range, which I had to discover <laughs> through using these apps, that um, I found that I can almost hit like the sort of range that he does. Okay. So it's kind of in my comfortable area, and I just love the way he sings. It's very, yeah. um, 
I think it's like breath singing, or not breath singing, but the type of singing that he does mm. is more um, breathing orientated than other types. Like yeah. Dio. Yeah. So. I can't remember his name, but you know, you know it's him singing when, when you hear him. Yeah. Yeah. So hearing um, that just kind of went like, I want to sing a bit more. Mm. How can I get better at singing? How can I hit the high notes that he can that I can't? Mm -hmm. And I was going through loads of things and I watched a video on YouTube because my life is <laughs> tons of YouTube. Um, and one guy was using apps. So I went, I'll use apps. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. found one that quite a few of them just don't work. But I found one that told me like what my vocal pitch is. So you sing as high as you can, you sing as low as you can. Yeah. And then it says like, oh, okay, this is as high as you get, this is as low as you get, this is your vocal range. And then you can sing comfortably and you go, oh, okay, this is my vocal range when I'm singing comfortably. And uh, I was trying to do like tutorials and they make you go on scales and like, I, I've done scales in guitar, I never found the purpose in them. Mm. But when I was singing with my voice, I could actually feel my voice like tensing up after I was doing it after a long time, a lot, well, after a session of it. And I could feel like, because it's still like muscles and it's still things yeah. that need to be uh, used in order to get better with and more control over. So I, I was doing that and yeah, it, it was quite good fun, like actually having something to tell you what to do and it listening to what you're singing and saying, you are off by a landslide. <laughs> Learn to hold a pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, that, that's what I've been using them for. No success yet. I can't sing any better, but I've been trying to hold notes a bit more, mm. and I've had more success with that. Okay. So, I can't sing. I want to sing. I'm using these to I, try I, and sing. It, sorry, it already sounds like you can actually sing, because I definitely can't sing. And if you already know what these things even mean, half the words you just said, then you can definitely sing better than me. Don't rain me for so lucky. Fuck it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should have a uh, Slackers um, karaoke night just so people can oh, miss God. how awful our scene is. <laughs> when we say awful, you can really judge us. <laughs> yeah. Christmas karaoke episode. Oh, I'd love that. I'm not sure I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd love it that much more because uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> I hate karaoke so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can, we can do karaoke. that. I'm, I'm competitive. Are you competitive karaoke? Is that a thing? No, I'm alright. It's more like I've been forced. I was in the choir when I was a kid. Yeah. And okay. I was forced to do karaoke with my parents because they wanted to do it. And they all do that thing of, oh, it's such a good, such a lovely thing. Fuck off! <laughs> I it's so embarrassing when I was a kid. But then when you played rock band, that's an amazing way of getting into it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, because yeah. Oh, I got, wish I had rock band. Because you have like, what was if we could pick it up cheap like next year or something? Because you got you got someone who plays guitar, someone can play drums if they want to. Drums is awful. Though. It's awful. <laughs> or you could just cut out drums altogether and you can just have voice and guitar. Yeah. But it means that if somebody wants to do the guitar part and doesn't want to sing, you still got someone to sing. And yeah. I ended up always doing the singing because none of the others wanted to sing. Or if we did, you had to make up joke lyrics, and that was the, <laughs> that was the thing. To hit the same notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hence the Hagrid thing came into play. Oh god. I ruined an REM song, losing my religion. I will never sing that version. It's awful. So you just hit, okay. Uh, someone ask him in Discord if you want to know about that, because, uh, well, let's, should we not do that now? Let's not no, do it no, now. No. So, 
Let's do the Jack, outro. roll that outro. Fine. <laughs> so, so that was the show. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Twitter at slackers underscore studio and join our Discord at the link in the show notes. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback, so please drop us a review if you're on iTunes or send us an email at theslackersmailbox at gmail.com. Your first time this yeah. time, man. Your boy. Sorry, Sorry guys. <laughs> Headphone users. Oh, yeah, whoops. That's <laughs> fine. Anyway. Double snaps. Sorry. I'm so sorry, headphone users. <laughs> so, all right, so let's read this. <laughs> all three of us. All right, we're in the same room. This can't be that difficult. Yeah, in three, two, one. Don't, Don't let, let your boss catch you slacking. slacking. Until, Until next time, we've been, been your slackers. slackers. <laughs> But wait, there's more. There's more! Here's some messages from other podcasts in the Slackersphere. Hey, Slackers, it is Frasley. Want to hear even more discussion about World of Warcraft and geeky stuff? Head on over to Frazzlecast in your local supermarket podcast app, right next to the lettuce. Each week, I talk with people from Azeroth and beyond! Hey, Slackers, Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder what the stories are behind them, but are just too busy slacking to look it up? I've got you covered. Check out Dungeon Fables on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Take care and keep on slacking.